Good morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. Today's episode is Karen's Book Corner. I do Karen's Book Corner every first and third Friday, and actually every Friday I will be covering something about my books. And today we're going to be concentrating on A New Song Rises Up. You can see it behind me. A New Song Rises Up. I write because I want to share how great our God is, the miracles that He's worked through my life. The Lord has forgiven me for many blunders, terrible, terrible mistakes, and life-threatening situations He has brought me out of. He saved me through Jesus Christ, so my gratitude motivates me to share my testimony and what I've learned along my journey. And I'm still on it. And I encourage you to turn to God for your deliverance and for your redemption. Any times of trouble, you can turn to the Lord about it. Yes, part of my design is to whet your interest in buying my books. You can find all of my books at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. When you go there, you can find the contact page, and you can also purchase books. Today, I'm going to read from A New Song Rises Up, um, pages 24 through 28, on the topic of what a survivor can do to overcome. And I came up with this while I was in recovery from a a life-threatening domestic violence situation. And I realized after I'd written this recipe to overcome that it, it addresses every challenge in life. So this recipe, as I call it, has only five ingredients. Can you guess what the first ingredient is? I actually cover the recipe of overcoming in the third chapter of my book, Are You Invisible? And that's only a portion of that chapter. And then I summarize the recipe to overcome in the epilogue. I'm only going to cover what was in the third chapter. Reading now, I'm going to have some portions from pages 24 to through 28. So um, I hope you can listen to me while I'm reading to you. All right, page 24. Again, this is the recipe for overcoming challenges in life. The first ingredient, turn to God. Yes, this is the first step. Decide to turn your life around as I did while in the pit of despair. Humbly come to the creator of the universe in prayer. Why? Because he created us and he loves us, even more than we could possibly love ourselves. This is the most important thing that you'll ever do. Confess him. Confess to him out loud. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus, who knew no sin, came to earth to suffer and to die on the cross to pay for our sins, and he defeated death. He arose. Jesus himself tells us this in John 14.6 I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. We can humbly come to the Lord ourselves. We can pray to Him directly for forgiveness, rescue, and for salvation. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we have begun our relationship with Him. We were not made to be robots, so we don't automatically worship the Lord. No, He gave us free will to make that decision on our own. 
We don't need to be a great scholar to understand the way to the Lord and to have eternal life with Him. There are many supporting scriptures, such as Romans 10, 9-10, 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, and, there, and share the salvation message. But these two verses that I just did, John 3.16 and John 14.6, they spell it out plainly. All right, what is the second ingredient? Safely leave your toxic, dangerous environment. If anyone is in an abusive situation now, this step is very dangerous and necessary. That's why there are experts available to help individuals get out safely. They can help devise an escape plan. If you, it's an emergency, dial 911. If you find yourself in a domestic violence situation, there is much literature and resources available to support you. Therefore, you are not alone and help is obtainable. The National Domestic Violence Hotline number is 1-800-799-7233. SAFE. Please know the Lord did not mean for you to remain in a habitually toxic environment with mean-spirited people. When you study Proverbs 22, verse 24, and 1 Corinthians 5, verse 11, you will see that the Lord does not want you to associate with those that have a hot temper or living a sinful lifestyle. If a person's situation is not termed as physical abuse and it's not domestic violence with an intimate partner, then is it abuse? Each person must examine their situation, asking, Am I wasting time while allowing harm to myself in a relationship with people who are habitually mean-spirited, manipulative, and malicious? That describes a toxic environment. You might say, I have to stay in it, don't I? It's my fill-in-the-blank. You might say, it's my sister, my church member, my in-laws, my boss, or someone else. But it does not matter who that habitually mean-spirited and malicious person is. They have caused their presence around you to become toxic. In my opinion, nobody should remain in a constant presence with toxic people. Rather, the Lord wants each of us around people who build us up, people who will be encourage us, who will be loving, kind, generous, and speak lovely, pleasant, uh, uplifting things. Well, what is the third ingredient? Have faith and believe. Have you turned to Jesus for your salvation? Then you need to realize that you are not an unloved, unworthy abuse victim. You are not alone. Rather, you are a precious child of God. The King of the universe does love you, and you are never without His presence. Have faith, not fear. We have the choice whether to live a life of fear or of faith. We can only choose one. When we believe and accept Jesus, our mind is renewed. I encourage you to study Jeremiah 31.3 and Isaiah 41.10, where God shares assurance of His love and devotion. In short, this is my testimony. Without Jesus, I saw myself as unloved, unworthy, not enough, an abuse victim. But with Jesus, I am loved. I am worthy. I am enough. I am a child of God. I am a daughter of the Most High King. What is the fourth ingredient? Gratitude. Look for thanksgiving. 
Look with thanksgiving at what the Lord has done for you, what storms He has brought you through already. When we rejoice in the Lord, praising Him, we can experience inner peace and joy despite our current circumstances. We can look at all that the Lord has done for us, how He has rescued us, and be thankful with every breath we take. Rather than look back at the past with self-pity, we can walk in the present moment and into the future with hope and gratitude. It's a choice that we make. In Philippians 4, 4 and 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, we're encouraged to rejoice in the Lord always. Some years ago, I whined and complained to a friend about unfair things that were happening. My friend patiently listened while I continued my pity party. Thoughtfully, he suggested, Hmm, it seems like you're just not thankful enough. (laughs) I was taken aback with his statement, but he was right and to the point. It's impossible to have a pity party while being thankful. So, the fifth ingredient, which was the hardest for me, what do you think it is? Forgiveness. We forgive ourselves, the abusers in our lives, and we forgive those who remained indifferent to our need for help. We forgive for our own soul's sake. Forgive yourself. Have you turned to Jesus? When you humbly asked His forgiveness, He forgave you and your past is gone. Now you need to forgive yourself and forget the past. Forgive those who abused or offended you. Forgive so that your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. This happens in your heart, and it may be dangerous to tell them. Regardless, forgiveness is not at all the same as trust. You may forgive, but maybe circumstances will indicate that you should never trust them again. If trust does come, it should be over a matter of months, not days, after continual proof without interruptions or irregularities that that abusive person has truly become trustworthy. Forgive the indifferent. Forgive those who knew about your desperate need, but they chose to do nothing to help you. We don't know what their reasons were. We don't know their heart. I like to describe a hypothetical situation that I heard of years ago to point out the difference in forgiveness versus trust. I do this because of my own experience of going back to a life-threatening situation after I had forgiven my abuser, and it was only through the Lord's grace that I had a way of escape. Statistics tell us that victims of domestic violence frequently do go back, and that's a very diff- very dangerous situation. Well, here's the hypothetical situation. Suppose that you and your abuser go out, into a, go out in a boat out into the middle of a lake, and then your abuser tries to tries to drown you. Somehow you make it to shore and you forgive that abuser. So does that mean that you have to get back in the boat and go back out in the middle of the lake and let the abuser try again? No, of course not. Forgiveness and trust are two entirely different things. Okay, that's all that I was going to read, but there's much more uh, topics in A New Song Rises Up There's much more about uh, overcoming in A New Song Rises Up. And I have a study guide. In the study guide, you can address topics further. There's a lot of thought-provoking questions for you to answer, and you can use that as your journal. Also, I want to show you a brochure that I've written. 
I often give this out on outreaches. Hope for your future. And you can get that brochure free from my website contact page. Simply give me uh, your request for Hope for Your Future uh, brochure and your address if you want me to mail it to you and your email if you want me to download it. And it spells out, like what I was talking about, the um, five ingredients for um, the recipe for overcoming. So if someone was to ask you now what the five ingredients are, do you have a better idea? So what are they? Turn to God. Safely leave that toxic and dangerous environment. Believe, have faith and believe. Have gratitude for everything. And lastly, forgive. Forgive yourself, forgive your abuser, and forgive the indifferent. So thank you for joining me today. I hope that you'll join me every Friday, every episode of Karen's Book Corner. And it's with the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. As you may know, every Monday morning, we cover different topics about overcoming and how the Lord is helping us through that. And then every Wednesday, we have Sword of the Spirit, and where I actually read a, a few passages from the Bible. So this is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen, which is actually now airing every Monday morning, every Wednesday morning, and every Friday morning on YouTube and also Buzzsprout. And um, you can go to my website, the contact page, and you can send me any comments, any suggestions. Your feedback is always welcome. Also, when you go there, you can see my books, purchase them, find out more about them. And you can also see resource information about domestic violence. I also have blogs there. And like I said, ask for your free brochure of Hope for the Future. It's at, my website is KarenJaneCasey.com. C-A-R-I-N-J-A-Y-N-E-C-A-S-E-Y. Well, thank you and God bless.